Welcome to ViCast, where we bring a blend of knowledge, expertise, and fun to the world of finance. Stay tuned for our exciting episode packed with insights and practical tips that will help you achieve your financial goals. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of ViCast. The Emerald Trail, MOSH, the Orlick, the Jacksonville Children's Chorus. These are just a few of the hundreds of organizations that ViStar supports, not to mention the thousands of volunteer hours contributed by ViStar employees. So why is ViStar so committed to giving back to the community? Well, to help answer that question is Patty McElroy, Senior Vice President of ViStar Community Engagement and President of ViStar Foundation. Patty, thanks so much for being here today. Hey, Charlene. It's great <laughs> to be here this morning. So you have a big job. You wear two hats here at ViStar. You're everybody's friend because you, you support everything in the community. So let's talk a little bit about your role and, and how you how those roles different. Hey, it's a great question. So I'm a senior vice president over community engagement for all of ViStar Credit Union um, throughout the footprint. And then I am I am the president of the ViStar Foundation, which is a completely separate legal entity. It's a 501c3 um, public charity. And talk a little bit about, you have a community engagement team that you work with and that's out there everywhere. I talk to people in the community, they're like, Vicer sponsors everything. You're everywhere, which is a great, thank you. <laughs> we try to be. We have, a, we have the best community engagement team. They're just wonderful. Kamal Gasper heads up the team here in Northeast Florida. And he has Veronica, who um, is part of his team. Sarah uh, stands up the uh, volunteer efforts. Uh, she actually helps folks across the entire footprint uh, with the um, volunteer effort. Then we have um, Dawn Fodelay down in the Orlando area. And um, Luella. Luella. Up good. in Georgia. That's yeah, our yeah. Luella Sanders up in uh, Savannah. And our footprint now, Georgia, North Florida, and Central Florida, because we've been expanding and growing branches, which means that we then contribute to those communities that we now serve. That is correct. We, we contribute wherever we are. I love it. Okay, so let's talk about, walk us through, and you know, you heard me ask kind of that question at the top. So, so why is ViStar so committed to giving back to the communities they serve? So let's talk a little bit about the focus mm -hmm. and the purpose of ViStar's philanthropic giving. I think um, you can't work at ViStar Credit Union without feeling the deep purpose to do good. It's not just something we say as an organization, it's who we are. It's who we are as an organization, and it's who we are as human beings. Mm -hmm. Everyone here is, is completely committed to the community and doing, and when I say doing good, it's not, it's not just a superficial do good. We will contribute dollars, but we're also gonna stand side by side with you in the community, next to our nonprofit partners, to, to continue to commit to the community and lifting up um, people who people who need to be lifted. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I, that kind of speaks to we have our um, our VRGs, as they call them, our Vistar resource groups, and they cover the gamut. I mean, there are just so many mission driven employee groups. And I'm always getting emails saying we're doing a diaper drive or we're doing a dress for success drive. So a lot of this is really driven by the employees themselves. Oh, absolutely. You know, those VRGs, uh, we were at a, a company wide meeting yesterday and they literally brought me to tears about mm. how committed they are. And we do, in the community engagement team, does a lot of side-by-side with the VRGs. Um, they're, they're one of our best partners, and clearly all of our employees are our best partners as we're out there in the community. Now, I talked a little bit about our, our purpose as well, and, and really the giving, um, and I, and I kind of joke that people say, oh, you sponsor everything, but we really there are three areas of focus that we call pillars at Vistar. Right. Can you walk us through that? Sure. Um, we, we, as you, as you mentioned, um, we have three giving pillars. Uh, one is um, military, and the military focus uh, stems from from our uh, origins with Naval Air Station Jacksonville. Um, we're also committed to youth and creative learning environments to um, hold up our kids in all the communities mm-hmm. that we serve, and we also um, do something called community building. And that that actually is very broad, but it's broad for a purpose. It's so that we can reach into our communities where there's absolute need. Every community that we serve across our footprint doesn't have exactly the same needs. Mm-hmm. And so when we do a needs-based assessment, we are moving from a place where we can reach out and help those communities in a way that fits their need. Yeah, I mentioned the Emerald Trail yeah. at the beginning of our conversation. Yeah. I mean, talk about commu- a community building project here in Jacksonville. Isn't that amazing? Um, Brian Wolfberg was one of the first visionaries that was that stood along um, K.E. House, who is the CEO of the Emerald Trail. Um, Dana Carzan uh, sits on their board. Um, it has been just a, an amazingly wonderful project, and they're making such great progress here in Jacksonville. It's going to be a game changer oh, here yeah. in this city. Yes, very much. Absolutely. So we talked about the three pillars, but there's also three ways that Vicer does give back. And mm-hmm. we mentioned the volunteerism, and I think it's we, we definitely want to talk more about that because we had an amazing project uh, in September that made such a difference. And then, so we have our volunteerism, uh, then sponsorships, um, you know, events and things that we support. Uh, and then the foundation, which, uh, you lead as well. And that's been newly formed. So can you walk us through a little bit about how those are different? Sure. I'd love to pause on volunteerism a minute. You know, you mentioned, um, the good is everywhere celebration. This year was just a home run. It was fantastic. We had, um, just so much, uh, I think 1,300 volunteers participated. That's just over the course of two weeks. And 5,500 hours of volunteerism Mm -hmm. in our local communities, again, and across our entire footprint. Um, You know, there there were special um, events for members where members could go to cultural institutions, the Magic had a clinic for the yeah. kids. So there were just so many opportunities for members to participate and for us to say thank you to them. Um, so in addition to, like, Good is Everywhere, which is the concentrated celebration in September, we have volunteer events all across the the year. This year, as of now, there's been, and I, I think these numbers are staggering, and people should really let it sink in what it means 
28,000 hours have been donated. 28,000 hours. Over 2,000 employees have participated in volunteer events. That's the kind of thing that makes a difference in a community. Those numbers are game changers, really. And I, and I, and I want to throw in there, too, that Vistar... Um, really, one of the, what, it's called an employee benefit, but you get eight hours paid time to go volunteer. Uh, in addition to the good is everywhere, that um, even every every employee at a branch had an opportunity to go and volunteer. And so that was a huge coordinated effort. Let's give Sarah a shout out again because that was a huge coordinated effort. Mm. And I think it really, I think it, I gotta share, I think it brings us together as employees. Oh. Like, what are you volunteering at? What's important to you? So you have the opportunity to go and, and spend time, and your work allows you to go spend time at an organization that is passionate to you. You know, you really bring up a good point, Charlene. It brings us together as employees um, where we are standing shoulder to shoulder to do good for a common cause. And we, we have seen the difference that that makes in a community. And it goes deeper than that for us as people. You know, when we, um, and you interviewed some of our grantees, and you know, oh, oh the depth of what they said, changing lives, saving lives. Um, people saying, I was, I was able to give back. I was in need, but now I'm giving back. It lifts your spirits. These are the kinds of things we heard from our grantees. The same is true for us when we're out there doing it. And that, that lifting of spirit, that the, the, the generative and commonality that we have as we're standing together working for the common good really lifts us up too. And it gives us more, mm, I don't know, energy, ambition, um, joy to get out there and do it again. You know, it's funny because some companies will spend a lot on team building exercises and you can't get a better team building exercise than when you're at Habajacks and you're building a playhouse for children. And I mentioned our VRG groups, yeah. right? Our, our different groups. We have a, an employee group that's dedicated to like uh, working out and one right. that's military and one that's, uh, you know, for advancement of women. And they all picked a house and they all competed against each other. And I know we're supposed to be doing team building, but there was some serious throwdown competition in that. And it was it was and, and these playhouses were going to uh, Habajack's recipients, home homeowners, and these were for kids. Yeah. So the child in the family got their own house. That's right. And I thought that was really cool. Well, if you remember that day, there was a little girl there who was going yeah. to receive the house. I, she was lit up like a Christmas tree. She was so thrilled. I mean, just so happy, and um, and to have that kind of joy. Ah, uh, that's infectious. But you're right. It was a good competition. That's for sure. <laughs> it was pretty. It was a throwdown. So we talked about volunteerism. Let's talk about the sponsorship component and the mm -hmm. events that uh, Vicer sponsors, like you know Jacksonville River Jams, a huge community outdoor concert here downtown. Yeah. You know, on the river that helps you know revitalize and energize the downtown area. It gives a free opportunity for families to come together to enjoy music. I mean, that's just one. You know, I'm just throwing one example of the different events that we. Sponsor. You know, um, I love River Jams, by the way. What a what a great time it is. And and so much, again, so much joy, so much togetherness. You know, it, it, it transcends divisiveness and where we are separated and brings us together with the joy of music. It's such a great event. But I think you're asking, you know, we we 
We sponsor over 330 nonprofit organizations. That is a lot. Mm -hmm. And again, it's across the footprint. Um, and the reason we do it is so that we can support the nonprofits that are out there. They are actually doing the work of lifting up the community because we can't do it all. Mm -hmm. We can't be the ones out there volunteering 24-7 and, and turning things around. So we have to use our um, monetary assets to support so that others can. And Jacksonville and, and all our footprint um, have really vibrant um, uh, nonprofit community. Um, so we're very fortunate um, that we have excellent, the, the excellent nonprofits to support. And I'm also thinking of like the POW, MIA, oh. you know, Memorial Museum, thinking of, you know, the things that we do for our military men and women, you know, speaking to go going back to our roots, the Orlick yeah. I had mentioned, uh, Veterans Day. I think we sponsored every parade from Georgia to Central Florida. We that have. was a military parade, um, really investing in the roots of our organization and the, and the members that made us who we are today. Yeah. Isn't it something? I, I, th I don't know. I don't think you were with us yet when the it came up the river, um, and we were there um, waiting for the Orlick oh, to come. Wow. It was so moving. It was really something to see um, uh, that ship um, that that symbolizes so much of the dedication, particularly for the Navy men and women here in Jacksonville. Um, it was really moving. It was a beautiful thing. And now it's sitting as a floating museum um, to continue. Um, to honor the legacy of our of our service members here in Jax. And I had the opportunity to interview some of the folks um, who are working with the Orlick, and they said they have military reunions on the ship. They have tours, yeah. uh, and they have weddings. They have lots of weddings and parties, too. That. So, yeah, so it's not just for military folks. It's really re-energizing that area of the waterfront for downtown Jacksonville. Exactly. So I like how, you know, we were investing in the military, but it also has that kind of ripple effect. Absolutely. And you know we're big supporters of the MOSH uh, Museum of Science and History as well. Um, and hopefully they're moving um, their location mm -hmm. up to that end of the city, again, revitalizing the area um, and bringing attraction where people want to be downtown. And let's. I want to talk one more thing about downtown yeah. because um, – uh, Vicer built this really cool parking garage on Forsyth. You would never know it was a parking garage if you didn't see the arms going up and down. But uh, it's it's a mixed-use parking garage because on the first floor, uh, Vistar opened up office space <clears throat> excuse me, to nonprofits as well as, I believe, a taproom is coming in. Can you share a little bit about the opportunities provided to those nonprofits? Well, poor taproom is coming in, which we're all excited and about. And P-O-U-R, not poor. Right. <laughs> not that poor taproom. <laughs> P-O-U-R, that's right, which will be a great gathering place, you know, prior to, you know, events that that are here in, in the downtown area or afterwards. Um, then you have the Jacksonville Children's Chorus, who has the, the, the opposite corner um, from, from where the tap room will be. And the Children's Chorus just does just amazing work here, uh, here in downtown and for the kids. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard them. They're just yes. mag they're magnificent. They bring it. They, they bring it. And then they have like an alumni group as well. They do. That they come. So they're not all kids, but they come and they just do amazing, amazing. And then actually one more thing is uh, we took a, a prior branch 
And uh, we're gonna that that was part of the foundation. That's part of the foundation. That's about, so let's that's a perfect segue. Let's go into the foundation because we also gave a home to another nonprofit. So when when we we merged. Um, uh, uh, one of the last prior mergers, we ended up with a branch building um, that we donated through the foundation to three grains of rice. What and what a joyful day that was. That ribbon cutting was amazing. Ed Perez, who's the founder and president of uh, Three Grains of Rice, uh, he's he's an amazing human yeah. being and so dedicated. Talk about a man on a mission. Oh, really? And 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 his life is devoted. It's every day. Um, I don't know when the man sleeps, to tell you <laughs> the truth. But you know what was really inspiring to me that day was how the community surrounding um, where that building sits mm-hmm. and where that building lo- is located. Were all involved in that ribbon ribbon cutting. They came into the building. They had been, you know, engaged already. It just, it just, what a what a heartwarming. They're um, able to provide a food pantry there, yes. uh, a child care there. Yes. Uh, I think they had financial wellness classes there as well. And I believe to your what you're mentioning is there was a gentleman across the street, retired military, and he's struggling. And so they were just bringing him food, bringing him resources, like immediately making an impact in that community. That's absolutely right. And um, there, there have been community members that have gone from being helped to becoming a volunteer and then joining the organization as an employee. Yep, there was a woman there who was who was a recipient of yeah. their services and was now an employee there. Just amazing. And so I, I kind of leaned into the foundation a little early. So let's walk through why the foundation. You know, we have the volunteerism, we have the sponsorships, now the Vistar Foundation. Well, the Vistar Foundation was initially conceived um, by, the, by, our, by the Vistar Credit Union Board and Brian Wolfberg um, and his passion for philanthropy. Um, It's not just the vision of the board and Brian, though. I mean, like I said, you couldn't be here, here at Vistar Credit Union and not feel the depth of care and the depth of commitment to the purpose to do good. So in that vision was, how can we do more? How can we make it bigger? How can we amplify our impact? you know, and when I was first talking to Brian about coming over here uh, to work at Star, I said, but you're doing so much already. You want to do more. <laughs> isn't, isn't that something? So the foundation is purely philanthropic, where our, um, uh, the board uh, uh, creates um, the board of the foundation, which is, uh, which is separate from the vo- board of the credit union. Mm-hmm. They set funding priorities, and then um, and they're communicated to the community, and then nonprofits apply for for grants that will support their programming that fit the criteria of the funding priority. And so that that's how that works. But the why, the why was to do more good, to to make our presence even. Um, not our presence, but to make our the impact that we're having on the community um, more. Uh, I guess broader, mm-hmm. with more depth and, and and longer lasting. That's correct. That's and, a, that's a good that's a good way to put it. And, and I had the opportunity. We we hosted a panel yeah. for employees. Uh, we invited some of the first grant recipients, which was the military. So yeah. it, the 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 pillars of the foundation fall in line with the pillars of giving for Vistar. 
And there were 10 military organizations received uh, up to uh, $200,000. That's correct. Mm -hmm. And we invited several of them to come and share with employees uh, the impact that they were making. And it was, it was just... It, it was just mind blowing. I mean, just really the the, the lives, that, um, it, you know, an organization that provides service animals um, to military folks who were almost suicidal, um, calling for help, and are now doing great. And then we had an organization uh, that just they're just resources. Like their whole job is to get military families who are on the brink or in homelessness to get them into homes. And then Hydro Task Force One, so cool. do you want to share a little bit about that? Because oh. that that's, you, right, right away you said, isn't that cool? Like it's so different of an organization that you wouldn't think that would be needed, but was so desperately needed. Yeah, I think, you know, the in, invisible wounds of war are deep um, that we always can't see, but other veterans get it. Mm -hmm. And at Task Force Hydro, they use the healing power of the ocean to bring healing to folks who have suffered, you know, emotional trauma. I, and they, and I don't want to say that it's limited to a, emotional or, or um, psychological trauma. It also extends to folks who have suffered a physical harm. Mm -hmm. um, but they are out there on the beach, in the water, you know, surfing, paddling. Um, and I think some of the healing or maybe a lot of the healing also comes from being surrounded by people who really understand what they've been through um, as they, you know, again, start to find their feet by being by being present in the water. Yeah, we talked to one gentleman who was in a very dark place and his wife convinced him to go. And he said, well, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm not going to stay there very long. And she's like, OK. Just you do what you need to do. And he started going out there a little bit longer, a little bit longer. And now, like, he just he just loves it. That's his main thing. And he's now mentoring those other guys who, and women who show up who say, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Like, he's now the one that helps get them out of their shell. That's what's, you know, really amazing um, about it is this notion of pay it forward. He wanted to, wanted to pay it forward. And I think it has to do, too, with our purpose, uh, Five Star's purpose to do good, it's kind of infectious. There's a, it, it grows. Um, the more you do good, the more you want to. Um, and um, that's what we definitely saw in those um, grant, uh, grant recipients, was the desire to, to pay it forward. Now the next uh, cycle, the grants that were just given, uh, are youth. Can you yes. wanna share a little bit about maybe some of the things that you saw in, in our youth recipients? It's the... Um, kind of the depth of work that they were doing with kids, how many kids were being affected by their work. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, and I think the creativity by which they were approaching, how they were reaching kids who needed to be, to needed to be reached. Um, that, that was the, um, you know, really game changer for a lot of the decision making was the creativity at which they were doing their work. Like Hydro Task Force One. Like sure. what a creative approach. Yeah, yeah, and the numbers of people that right. can be touched by that work. So <laughs> the foundation has its own website, mm -hmm. and when a grant cycle opens, they can go in and apply uh, for a grant. It's actually a fairly simple process. Um, the 
there are, we do information se sessions for the community um, from the foundation. We're also starting information sessions for sponsorships on the credit union side. And we're doing information sessions now with the community so that they know how to apply for a sponsorship with uh, Vistar Credit Union. The new platform that we're using is going to help us um, be a lot more organized and streamlined in how we're giving sponsorships. Wonderful. Yeah. And then folks can listen. They can listen to some of these stories that we've been talking about um, on the sure. website as well. On the foundation website, absolutely. Um, you know, our um, the folks here at Five Star have done some uh, a great job at interviewing um, our our. Um, our grant recipients um, and writing up their stories. Some are written, some you can watch a video. Um, it's really, and it's very inspiring. Well, Patty, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I think it, it just the great work that you are spearheading as well on behalf of iStar and, and your vision. Thank you so much for bringing it and really, you know, making us all feel a part of it. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. It was great to be here. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of ViCast and learning all about the ways that ViStar is giving back and doing good in our communities. And if you'd like to subscribe to ViCast wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And you can also follow us on Facebook at ViStar CU, Instagram and YouTube at ViStar Credit Union. And give us your thoughts on a topic that you would like us to cover. We'd love to hear it. Thanks so much for joining us again, everybody. We'll talk to you next time.